Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Halbkasten mit Tom Reimann an David Bell. We were abandoned. I think we're alone now. Yeah, there doesn't seem to be anyone else around. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very poetic. Yeah. Very poetic. I, I, to say I, that. You know, I never realized how evocative those lyrics were mm-hmm. uh, until, until just now. Right. Until like you find yourself in a situation where you're alone. And I'm pretty sure the beating of our hearts is the only sound. Yeah. Um, yeah yeah yes i i you know and i'm i'm glad though i'm glad that that if i was going to be alone with anyone dave it's you yeah me too i'm hyped yeah i'm hyped for our time together tom speaking of which it's a perfect segue hello everyone hello what another episode of hype cast it is the show where we get hyped about stuff and things and about friendship i'm your co-host tom ryman I'm your other co-host, David Bell. And that's it! Yep. Our guest um, had had a not not like drastic, not a life-changing emergency, but had had something to attend to at the last minute. Uh, we're not we're not losers, Tom. We have guests. We do. We you know? we usually we do have a Rolodex of exciting friends that pop in yeah. to say hello each week. And we had one. We did. And we and it didn't, you know, and they they They'll, they'll be back they next back next week. Next week we'll get them. Yeah. So yeah. So next week when yeah. the episode comes out, you'll know. You'll see the guest and be like, "Oh, that's the one. That's the person. That, that's that, the asshole. That's, yeah. That's the motherfucker that canceled yeah. on Tom and Dave. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> I hope she doesn't listen to this. Uh, <laughs> I I don't think she'll mind. I don't think her feelings would be yeah. hurt. <laughs> she knows yeah. she knows that we're j- just we're, in we're, we're just. saying we're being jocular yeah um, we are dave What's up? <laughs> let's yeah. go ahead and start the show uh okay. let's start let's start naming some names let's let's be like the uh house and american activities yeah. committee and start there's n- start snitching <laughs> let's let's snitch on some producers we don't have to we don't have to like waste any time with bullshit with the guests of being like how are you uh, what do you have to pick yeah what do you have to nice to see you We're, nice to I, talk to you perfectly honest dave 100 percent worst part of my day yeah worst part of my day interacting is, is asking who- a guest what they're doing like i right. care he's, 
these fucking freaks who like <laughs> who, who came on who come out of in, the kindness right, of their heart to our show for free to our show for free for us and help promote it jeez jeez yeah. okay so sorry everybody <laughs> please please don't be mad guess we love i don't you. know yeah, yeah we're, we're we've, we've tapped into a weird uh listen when we're alone <laughs> when we're alone now we we tap into some some weird energy we hit some dark places mm -hmm. um okay some producers to thank starting with darth driftless the wise thank you thank you thank you to hombre thank you to heathcliff's helping handfuls thank you Thank you to the conveniently placed self-destruct button on the top of every baby's head. So convenient. Thank you to Samuel Beckett's Donuts and Mortgage Emporium. Thank you. Thank you to Snapper Car Punches God in the dick. Thank you. Thank you to At Nerd Numbers. Thank you so much. Thank you to Mike the Lurker. Mm. Thank you to Dracula the bus driving vampire. I want to drive Thank your you. kids to school. Mm, he does. Thank you to Brockway Loves the Meat Millie. Sure does. Sure does. Thank you to David. Knife, Knife boot. boot Henson. Thank you. All right, let me take over. Thank you to Grumblebee. Thank you Thank to Screaming you. Horse Pyramid. Thank, Thank you. Thank you to Look Mom on a podcast. Thank you. Zanks, I almost said. Thanks to <laughs> Zex Marquis, the Lightning Baron. Thank you. Thank you to Deborah's Awesome Barbara's Great and Cancer and Go to Hell. Thank you. Thank you to Numino Ultra Microscopic Silico Volcano Coniosis Anti Disestablishmentarianism Jones. Thank you so much. Thank you to the baby from Eraserhead. Yes. Thank you to Chiz Lily Tits. Oh, yeah. Thank you to these seven bees. bees. And thank you to Breezy Ruizy. Thank you. Okay, Dave. Dave. I. Okay, so. I just want to say about the trailers overall. Yeah. I'm hyped about most of most these. Most of these trailers are pretty sweet. Yeah. Yes, uh, with the exception of this first one. This is the strongest exception. Yeah, there's a couple, but we'll get we'll get through them. Listen, you guys we'll are get you them. guys have tuned in. You know what yeah, we you do know. here. But I wanted to start with usually like uh, we start with usually like the biggest ones, the biggest hype. Yeah, uh, I figured we just get this out of the way because there's been other trailers for it, but this is the last trailer. Yeah. for Halloween ends. Uh, this trailer. Uh, just shows the entire movie more or less yeah it's, it's it shows like all the kills uh like every character i'm like okay so they die michael they die, myers they die. like coming out of his sewer playset. he's apparently yeah crashing with the ninja turtles um yeah this movie like the sort of truncated uh uh summary of of the plot that we get in it is like you know it's it's a couple of years after halloween kills michael myers vanished uh jamie lee curtis has gone on with her life but still thinks michael is is around every corner so it's basically reset itself like they yeah it's so also what, just it's also halloween h2o yeah that's that's just the setting and there's the grandchild in this one which is the josh hartnett being like you need to it's it's you got to get over it mm -hmm. which is really funny because it's been four years it's been four years like, and like not her 20 years both of her four. both of her parents the grand the granddaughter both of her parents were yeah. fucking murdered by michael myers yeah. and then there's and then there's, she's like you michael you myers, gotta get you gotta over get, it yeah you gotta get over michael myers who disappeared mysteriously like he's not even like assumed dead you gotta it's just like it's so you gotta mm. you gotta get over that 
that ageless murder golem who killed both of my parents and disappeared into thin air four, four years, years ago. ago. It's yeah. watching this trailer gave me real Rise of Skywalker vibes because ah. it's very clear to me that they did not have a trilogy plan in mind. Like, they just didn't have an idea. They didn't have a story. You're right. But they just greenlit this is, two of sequels. It's basically the first movie. Yeah, right. it's just the first movie again. So they just reset it after two films. It's like if you if you reset all of if you have to reset all of your characters to two movies into a trilogy, it's why are you doing this? Like it's just this really bummed yeah, me out. No, like this, this is, trailer, like yeah, this, they they yeah. didn't have a plan. You're absolutely right. They have no because yeah, I was focused on the fact that it's just like Halloween H two H two O. But you're right, it's just like the first Halloween they did. Yeah, they 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 completely. Yeah, four years later, everybody's like, Michael Myers is dead. What was the point of the movie before this? What was the point like, of two was, movies it before? It was really it was, yeah. wheel spinning, yeah. Yeah, it's so... Dis- like, this whole Halloween reboot has been super disappointing for me. <laughs> for both it really of us. Has. Yeah, and it's... Because uh, it, there's some really good cinematography in these. Yeah. There's some really good, like, instincts uh, 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 throughout sprinkled throughout sprinkled but the overall plot has been absolutely just terrible well, and the overall like, it really does feel like they it really feels like they were like well, let's, let's make new halloweens we have jamie lee curtis what's the plot gonna be we'll think of that later and yeah. that's that's what it's been throughout and i mean the execution has been has been fucked up like throughout yeah. like the overall execution is is bad um and it's 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 feels like a weird gripe to have about a slasher movie where it's like well there's no story uh, and sure yeah we probably sound like a couple of knobs but like they made a trilogy they sat down and were like this is a trilogy so that tells me that it has a beginning middle and end not i think a beginning middle and then we reset it yeah here's what's frustrating about it is we're no strangers none of us if you're a horror fan specifically if you're a slasher fan none of us are strangers to endless sequels yeah, right right yeah there's been a recent, like, uh, a development. And this happens, it, this does happen every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would argue it did happen with Halloween H2O as well, is that they do all these sequels, the, 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 the franchise disappears for a while, and then it gets revived. And the revival is always like, forget what you saw. We're going to do the clean, like, definite ending, right? Yeah. They did this with the Terminators, like, six times. Uh, where they keep claiming like do over or like oh yeah no here's the one we're gonna end it all and then it's always just the same bullshit um it's just another sequel that was uh, if you remember my gripe of the scream sequel which was like what it is to me is there's nothing actually wrong with the movies themselves it's how the marketing it's it's uh, it's almost like i we have ourselves to bl- blame like the scream one i was like oh my god this is going to be so different than all the other screams it's going to really stand out and then it was just a sequel yeah it was just scream four again and this is the same where it's like oh my god here's your new in- improved halloween and then you watch it and you're like well this is no different than like one of the terrible sequels yeah, it's just yeah, kind of the it's... same thing rehashed it's it's confusing at times it's not particularly like new or fresh uh it's 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 almost as if these are ideas that you make one or two of and then you can't really do much more with right and you know? it's i think 
because it had it was coming from such a pedigree you know it was it was an interesting combination of, of writer and director to have it's david gordon green and um danny mcbride writing these and then it's coming right. from blumhouse is producing it and jamie lee curtis was back on board um so it seemed like yeah like this was going to be something special and then as the first one was coming out they're like oh it's going to be a trilogy we've greenlit two more so it's like oh this must be like they've got they've got jamie lee curtis on board they they've, they're coming from this prestigious horror production house this might this must really be something and then it just to see it and to realize that it, it isn't it's like in fact it's it's derivative of itself even like it we've we've talked yeah. about in the previous we just watched episodes we covered where it's it's a lot of the sequences in halloween and halloween kills are borrowing or just if not just flat out repeating sequences from previous halloween movies so right. it's like it's not only did, was this not a good idea but it wasn't even like a new idea that they're doing right it's it's the brand new exciting Malibu Stacy, but she has a new hat. Exactly. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. It, it, it's just like they really hyped it up as this like, oh, this is going to be a completely fresh take. And it really isn't. And yeah. And again, when you when you think of it that way, and then if you're like us, who didn't really care for the movie either, like besides the fact that it's derivative, mm-hmm. um, then it's just like, it. yeah, it didn't. It's not offering anything. Uh, <laughs> it just keeps going. They're like the, the yeah. thrilling conclusion. I'm like, it's we're just re- we just pressed the reset button in between right this this movie and the last one. So yeah, it's, it's just it's so it feels right. I don't, don't know. It they, feels none cynical. of these led into each other. Yeah, in any way. Yeah, it's 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 really strange. It's it's this it's weird. Like, it's the Jurassic World thing. Yeah, where Jurassic World was also like we're doing a trilogy, and it's like. Or, or yeah, or Star Wars, where it's like, do you guys know what none trilogies of the movies had, mean? Yeah, none of the movies had yeah. anything to do with each other. They didn't connect in any kind of way that made sense or flowed. They constantly reset the plot. Yeah, or like, it's, but did these like weird do overs, and it's, it's just like, like it's yeah, not, what's going on? It's here? not that fucking hard, guys. <laughs> like maybe it is, but like. Just sit down and write the thing. I don't know. See if you have three movies. If you don't, right. don't make three movies. Yeah, it's very weird. Yeah, it's a very it's... weird, like it, it. It never ceases to amaze me when it's like you know you can write all the scripts and like approve them first. Yeah, like you like you know that's a thing you can do. You don't. That's you don't need. Yeah, you don't need to make a forty million dollar investment on a movie uh, before it's written. Yeah, what's happening? I don't know. It's it. it, it Get this, your shit together. This trailer really had the energy to me of like a dad who is lost and won't admit that he's lost and is just continuing to drive his family further and further away from the interstate. <laughs> like that's like kind of the energy I got from this trailer where it's right. just like, here comes the thrilling conclusion. It's like, did anybody want this anymore? Cause I don't think, right. I don't think the like people were pretty hyped about the first one, even though you and I didn't like it, it was generally well liked. I feel like more people were down on the second one. Uh, yeah. Well, I think what tends to happen and, and, I don't mean this in a condescending way. And I, I, this is something that happens to everybody. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Is that when something has a kind of a spit shine on it, it really like, cause I saw this with Jurassic world as well is like the first one people often look past um, a lot of the flaws. Right. And then once that new smell wears off, you start realizing like, wait, (laughs) 
this isn't any good, is yeah, it? This is you know, like that bad. does happen yeah. where it's like Halloween, the first new one. It it it, it looked different, you know. It looked modern. It, it 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 you know it had. It looked cool. It, yeah, exactly. But then when you actually like went through the plot and like, it's really it's really boring. It's, it, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh. And again, that that's something that everybody kind of yeah, everybody's guilty uh, of that. Yeah, and so like yeah, I don't know. It it, it sort of. It reminds me of all of these recent trilogies. It reminds me of Jurassic World, Star Wars, we've already mentioned, mm -hmm. where it's the last one is just like limping out. Yeah, really um, limping out. I don't know. Maybe, maybe there are people listening who are really psyched about Halloween Ends, and I hope they enjoy it. But I, I just, yeah, I, I have very, I've lost all steam. I hope, I for hope, this. I honestly, I hope they don't. I hope you realize you deserve a better movie than this. <laughs> Like this is so yeah, that's fair. like if the limped out is like the perfect way to describe like this recent trend, like rise of Skywalker, it, like the end of a new star Wars trilogy fucking shits the bed and everybody hates it. Like in the Jurassic yeah. world, the final installment of this, you know, multi-billion dollar beloved franchise, the new C the new reboot trilogy. Same thing. Did you watch that? I haven't watched it yet because it has gotten it's such wild. universally terrible reviews. Everyone it's I wild. everyone I know and respect says it's awful and like really Tom, hard to watch. The villain is Locust. I've heard you know how, that. You know Locust, the classic villain that all the Jurassic Parks were building to? And a completely new company, not InGen. Like, they did the thing where they're like, well, now it's this company, which they did every single Jurassic World. It's wild. Like, it is absolutely wild how little they planned any of it. Yeah. Uh, it's, I couldn't fucking believe it. Yeah. This, and yeah, you're so right with this trailer, which is this. It's like, I'm going to face off against Michael Myers one last time. And it's like. That you've done that so many times. Yeah, you've done that, that and in within fact, you did this that trilogy. First, yeah, exactly. It really does feel like yep. the exact same premise of the first one, which yep. is like, now she's ready for him. And it's like, yeah, no shit. She's, she's been ready a, for him this whole time. She fucking made a booby trap house. She lived in a booby trap house for decades designed to trap Michael Myers. Like, yeah. that's the most interesting thing you can do with that. And you did it. Right. Yep. I don't and know. And you've done it several times you've done again. It several Halloween times. Halloween yeah. H2O was her being, I'm ready for Michael Myers. Halloween Resurrection was like the final fight. They've just done it so many times. It's like, you, yeah, you guys need to fucking stop. Yeah. They, they, we need to not make any more Halloween movies for a very long time. Period. I agree. Like, I agree. Yeah. I super agree. Yep. You know what I do think we need to make more of, Tom? What's that? Enola Holmes movies. Dude, Enola Holmes 2, so jazzed about this trailer. <laughs> I don't I don't even remember the first one. It was I know we covered it and I think we liked it. We did. I'm really I'm really into this trailer. Yeah. I, I yeah, I'm just like, oh hell yeah. I'm more <laughs> like go I'm, solve that mystery. Yeah, Enola. I'm I'm actually more uh, excited about the idea of a sequel because the first movie had to deal with a lot of like origin story stuff. Yeah, that's true. This movie will just be Enola just gets to be a detective from the beginning, and it's just about yeah. a, a case she's solving, and she teams up with her goofy Henry Cable ass Sherlock Henry Holmes Cable brother playing just dickhead Sherlock, just which is perfect. The most jacked Sherlock in history. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I do. I love how they're doing Sherlock Holmes because 
I, 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 it really is like, Anola Holmes, I know is based off a book series. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know much about it, but the concept of like, it's that, it's that thing where it's like, in retrospect, all these like troubled geniuses are just pricks. Yeah. And it's they're really, just, they're a just fun... little assholes. They're like cats. They're like house cats. Yeah, exactly. And so it's, I love the premise. I love the idea of like, uh, you know, here's his sister who's just as smart as him, mm-hmm. but just isn't well known. And she's dealing with his monstrous ego and like that. It's it just, there's a, such an appeal to it. And it also honestly makes all the characters likable more. Yeah. Like I like Sherlock Holmes, maybe the most as the annoyed big brother. Like, I think yeah. that, I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this just looks it looks, I don't know. I'm, it, I'm it looks, excited for this. It, it looks fun. Yeah. And, you know, I'm always glad to see Millie Bobby Brown in something that's not Stranger Things. And not, for you sure. know, I, I love Stranger Things. I'm a huge Stranger Things fan. But the show kind of has her do the same thing every season. So, I was going to say, um, like, I also like Stranger Things. But for her as an actress, all, all she has to do is look sad and say Papa a bunch. You know, like, or like s- it, or, scream or like and do action face. Nose. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Do, do X-Men so, face. Like, yeah. And so it really doesn't give her much to do. Exactly. And, and this so, is like, this is like a fun, it, there's a little fourth wall breaking like there was in the original one. It, it's just, it seems like this is a, this is the kind of role to me anyway, if I were an actor and it was like building up my own brand or something this would be the kind of role that i would be excited about doing like this is the kind of character you want to play for like five sequels it's a very yeah it's a very smart role for her because otherwise she gets typecast as serious serious or as the superpower girl yeah yeah exactly um and like yeah she did the godzilla movies but can you can you remember a single character in those no like that's that's the thing is (laughs) like yeah that that wasn't a good good uh I mean, I'm 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 sure she enjoys the money, but like in mm. terms of yeah, an actor, that doesn't really help her. No. So like yeah, these these show like the, her other side as an actress. Yeah. You, and like that plus eleven, you have everything in between, you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, she's doing a bunch of other things for sure. Uh, coming up. So I don't know. I, yeah. I. I that you're right. This is like. A good decision. And I hope she keeps doing stuff like this. You know. I hope they keep making or they are keep making these movies or these kinds of movies. I don't. They don't. It's it's you know it's a Netflix movie, so I don't know how much they spend on it or how they judge its success. But like you don't see a lot of these kind of mid budget movies in the theater anymore. Uh, so you know I I I, I like seeing them. Um, and yeah. I thought the last one was fun, and this trailer is delightful. Uh. I'm glad we got the origin story stuff out of the way. So now this can just be like a romp. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm excited. I'm on board, Dave. I I am too. I, I can't wait to just like chill out and watch this. I want to share um, another. This is, is very weird. Another Millie Bobby Brown um, movie that she's doing soon is called Damsel. It's from the director of 28 Weeks Later, which is just weird. It's about a princess who thinks she's marrying a prince, but discovers she's actually about to be sacrificed to a dragon and has to fight the dragon instead. Oh, that's dope. Um, yeah, it also has Robin Wright in it, which feels like stunt casting. Yeah, uh, but so. Yeah, and that's wonderful. <laughs> no, no, in a good way. Yeah. Uh, like, that That sounds delightful. Yeah, I don't um, know anything else about this, but... I mean, that's, that's, that's quite an elevator pitch, yeah. Yeah, it really is. 
Um, Should we move what on? What else? More trailers, right? Yeah. Uh, the Watcher. Not to be confused with The Watcher. Not to be confused or with... Watcher. Yeah. Either of the other two films that have that name. Yeah. This is... I remember the story this is based on. I don't. So this okay. is... Oh, okay. This is a Netflix so, thriller that is based on a real story that I have no memory of, but Dave is about to regale us with. Well, I don't remember the exact details, but I'm pretty sure they're going to have to make this a lot more eventful than the real story. The story is that a couple moved into a house and they got a note in the mail that basically said, I've been watching this house for years. I am now watching you and your family. Um, the house demands fresh blood. That's basically the, the, the story. Uh, and I'm pretty sure someone can correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not going to look it up on the fly. That's it. Like they got a creepy note and it is a creepy note. Yeah, that's, that's may, not, I think that's they not, eventually moved out. Yeah, that's not a note you want to get. <laughs> no. And it probably was some asshole who yeah. was just like, this is going to be fucking funny. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, I mean, that's again, the thing. That's, you never know. It could be some dickhead teenager, but it could also be a deeply disturbed person. <laughs> so yeah also maybe maybe i'm just forgetting yeah i might be forgetting that like someone's watching and being or listening and being like oh no that family was murdered i don't think so though i'm pretty sure that's the extent of it uh and this movie is based on that and it's like yeah yeah it's that yeah it's based based on that in the in the law and order sense where yeah and it's like headlines uh, that's a good that's a good premise right it's now now that being said, yeah, it sounds like we're being a little derisive of the movie, but like this trailer um looks kind of interesting. It's it's combining the creepiness of getting a note like that with like kind of small town horror movies. Like they even have uh Margot Martindale in 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 right. this movie who I think I feel like she excels. Oh, it's a series by the way. Oh, it's a series. A little, okay. Yeah. That's 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 a little. But yeah, like it's it's it reminds <laughs> me a little bit of like uh the last Margot Martindale movie we watched was Blow the Man Down. Um oh, yeah. where it's about um small town secrets and that kind of creepiness. Um so right. it, this movie or I keep calling it a movie because I thought it was a movie. Uh, it looks interesting. I don't know how scary it'll be. It looks like it'll be tense more than anything. Um, right. But yeah, it looks interesting. It looks like there's this family. It's Naomi Watts and Bobby Cannavale, um move into the house with their kids. And it seems like everyone in town knows what's going on except for them. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's like a weird mystery, which I, I'm looking at the true story is kind of what happened, which was that they hired a private investigator and they tried to figure out who the fuck, uh, is, you know, yeah. sent them it. And for the record, yeah, nothing happened. They just sold the house. That's a good move. Probably a good move. Well, they lived there for years. Nothing happened. They got three notes total and nothing else. And the previous owners also got a note, but the previous owners had been there for like 20 years. Um, so I think most likely it was like a shitty neighbor. Who was just yeah. like... Who just wanted to scare yeah. the new people out. Yeah, or like who, yeah, was like wanted the property or like mm -hmm. wanted them to cut a tree down or something. I don't know, man. Um, but yeah, this is the much more interesting version. Because honestly, I, this is the best version of Based on a True Story, in my opinion. Because it's like in the true story, nothing happened. Uh, no victims. And so like some producer being like, yeah, but what if something happened and right it's like, like yeah why not like it get so, like I saw, it's not exploitative you know what i mean it's like right oh we had this fucking scary thing happen to us ultimately it was fine 
And then someone comes along and they're like, hey, can we give you some money for the story? And they're like, fuck yeah. Like, I assume that's what happened, you know? Probably, yeah. I saw somebody uh, tweet this the other day, but it's like the exact opposite of the Amityville series, which is yeah, uh, an incident where uh, several people were murdered. Um, and now we have like 28 ridiculous Amityville movies, like Amityville Shark. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like... It's just yeah, we, we, we've, we've made like, like these this real corny ass, just like uh, asylum level horror movies based on an actual multiple murder. Yeah, it's fucking weird. Yeah, it's bizarre. So I'm glad that like we're going to I'm glad that like Ryan Murphy, this who is, is the better way to do these. Yes. Uh, I, what I was going to say is uh, this is coming from Ryan Murphy. So I'm glad that this is what he's doing next. Because, like, his Dahmer series that is on Netflix right now is getting a lot of heat. Oh, I didn't know he did that. Yes. Yeah, the fuck that for, Dahmer series. For being exploitative. Yeah, and you know what? They have everything coming to them. I loved, I mean, it sucks, but that the victim's family went on Twitter and it was like, fuck this. Yeah. Um, I, I'm so happy we're finally getting backlash to that bullshit. Because for the longest time, we weren't. So, yeah. good fucking good yeah uh it's weird it's a weird thing that we do it's a weird thing that we do uh you want to talk about this next trailer because i really do yes tom i really this is my i think this is my favorite trailer of of the episode i can't wait for whatever the fuck this is this is called they clone tyrone it is um jewel taylor who is the writer of this movie, as well as Space Jam, A New Legacy, and Creed 2. It's like, huh. Sure. <laughs> He's also the director of this. Uh, it's got, what, John Boyega and Jamie Foxx. It's got Kiefer Sutherland in it, apparently. Uh, David Allen Greer. Uh, this, uh, it, it it's like a sci-fi t- it's like detective? a sci. It's like a sci-fi comedy. Um, yeah, uh, Taylor Paris like is, is also the third. Style. Is the third uh, uh, lead. Oh yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's like three. Uh, I guess uh, just three criminals, like three criminals for hire, uh, get hired to do a job. Three groovy criminals. Yeah, they are it's, groovy. It's like very much um, like a spoof. At least it is the trailers presented like a spoof of like seventies exploitation cinema. Like it even has the film grain, and they're all dressed yeah. like really cool. Uh, um, just they're just like yeah, they're dressed like really fucking awesome people from the seventies, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> I, not even I sort fully, of lost my yeah, train of thought. The hairstyles are very seventies. Like yeah. I'm looking at them right now. It's sort of it's a it's a mix of eras. Yeah, like it feels timeless, but definitely like seventies driven. Mm-hmm. Like Jamie Foxx's hair is ridiculous, you yeah. know. Uh, it, 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 and then they're just the the most fun people you could imagine. Like they just the first scene is just them in an elevator singing, yeah, uh, singing into then, into their guns, into their <laughs> into guns. their guns, yeah, yeah. And then they come upon some sort of like wild cloning plot, yeah. Or like they uncover hence some the name yeah. they clone Tyrone. <laughs> Yeah, so they they uncover some weird sci-fi government conspiracy. Like this this trailer, look it up. This trailer is fun as shit. I'm so yeah. fucking excited for this movie, whatever it turns out to be. This is there more movies need to be like this. This is one of those movies where it's like, all right, we, we there we've told you know a million upon millions of stories out there, right? 
And there's that idea of like, everything's kind of been told, right? Uh, but the imagination is limitless. And it's like, why don't we make more weird make fucking some weird bullshit? Shit. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what this feels like to me. This feels like an everything everywhere all at once. Um, or, or like, uh, I guess even like nope or, or, um, uh, sorry to bother you where it's like, where it's just going to go completely fucking out of control. At least again, from this trailer. Mm -hmm. And it's, and it's like, I, I'm whether or not I, it works for me or not. I'm always going to respect something that's this yeah, fucking out there. If you, I know you have, but listeners, if you've played the game Deathloop, um, oh, yeah. this trailer really reminds me of like the tone and style of Deathloop, where it's kind of like that's this, a good, yeah. this hip but funny like 70s sci-fi kind of mystery James action. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Like that's, I'm getting that vibe from this trailer. Uh, just watch this trailer. It, it's super fucking fun. Yeah. Um very excited to see this movie. It doesn't come out until the end like December 30th is is the release date I'm seeing. So not for a couple of months, sadly. The names of the characters John Boyega plays Fontaine, Jamie Foxx plays Slick Charles. Yep. Tiana Paris <laughs> is Yo-Yo. Paris, Yo-Yo. There's also a character named Gold Grill. Uh, <laughs> Sweet. Someone is DJ Strange Love. Like it's just like okay, this I don't know what the fuck this is, but it looks out of control. Yeah, out of control. it looks fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This Can't this is this, this is my trailer of the week. I think this yeah. is my favorite oh, yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> fuck yes! Oh my god! It's just it's it's one of those gifts where you see a movie like this and you're just like, yeah. It's just it's such a palate cleanser. Yeah. Um. Uh. All right. Let's talk about the next one. Yeah, um, Rosaline. I'm torn about this trailer uh, i'm actually i'm not against this trailer i don't think it's for me uh it's so what the premise is is it's romeo and juliet um it's about a third teenage girl who had a crush on romeo and was the girl he was dating the week before basically he met juliet mm -hmm. and that that fucking premise for whatever reason I think is hilarious. It's pretty funny. Yeah. And like the trailer, it's all, it's like modern English. So it's like, you know, a little bit of an uh, anachronistic movie. Um, Caitlin, yeah. Caitlin Deaver plays uh, Rosaline, the, the title character, the ex-girlfriend. Yeah. It's the director. It did. Yes. God. Yes. If you remember that movie. Mm -hmm. uh, and so like, okay, it's, it's very much like teen girl perspective. Um, it, it, I don't know. There's just something very funny about this to me. I don't. I don't know if I'd find the movie itself funny because again, I don't know if it's made for me. Uh, well, but it's it's. Oh, go on. Here's. I mean, the the movie like like the anachronist Bradley Whitford. It's Bradley Whitford. Yeah, Mini Driver is in it. She looks fucking great. Um, yeah. It's uh, this movie. Okay, so the anachronistic thing is like really hit or miss with me. So I don't. I don't hold that against a movie when I, when it comes up in the trailer or something, because like, well, sure. sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but when it doesn't work, it's like really annoying. Um, so that's like, yeah, maybe, um, I like the oh, cast. Sorry. Christopher McDonald is Lord Capulet. <laughs> that's fucking that incredible. incredible. Yeah. Christopher McDonald, man. That's uh perfect. Um, so yeah, uh, but what I'm kind of getting stuck on here is, is the fact that it's like a Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead 
version of Romeo and Juliet, like notably uh, a real big tragedy. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't know right. how you do a movie like this about Romeo and Juliet without substantially changing that story. And if you're changing, oh. if you're changing that story, what's the point? So I, I thought, because I've heard this pointed out about Romeo and Juliet for the longest time. Um, and I, I don't know the story too well, so maybe this is changing the story to interpret it this way. But there's something to be said about how impulsive their story is. Oh, yeah. That it's, they're just they're two teenagers. Two dumbass teenagers, yeah. Yeah, who do a murder-suicide because they've met each other like for three days. Yeah. I think that's what they're doing here, is I think they're pointing out the silly teenage angst. I think this is going to be like Heather's, kind of, where it's like kind of dark. That would be interesting. Then, that would be interesting. Yeah, that's... That's what so the that's what I'm hoping. The trailer doesn't show that because it's just like, oh my god, I'm trying to split them up. Right. But yeah. it seems like it's still gonna end with the old the double old suicide. suicide. The old MS. Uh and so I think the idea is gonna be like, oh, dodge to bullet, you know? And like the I, I what I want is the premise that she then grows up to have a very balanced life meets another guy, gets married, and realizes like, oh yeah, that guy wasn't the end of the world. You know what I mean? That's like, true. I think that's the best idea for this, which is like, no, your teenage crush isn't worth fucking this tragic story over. Like, that's just some guy. You're going to meet so many others. You're like fucking 15 or whatever. Like, mm. who marries, who marries, and I guess back then a lot of people married people at 15, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Where I, I'm, a, I'm guessing that's what this is, is the idea of like taking this thing that was seen as like such a uh, timeless love story and pointing out like, that's not what love is, though. You know, that's not how love works. And I, I maybe I'm doing a lot of work for this movie. It's just the trailer. But that would be, I think, a, a good reimagining of it. Right. Yeah. Is to point out like, no, that's not. Yeah, that's bullshit. Like had had Julia and romeo split up and lived they just would have continued their life and they would have found happiness and they would have found somebody etc they didn't need to fucking die so that's that's what i'm hoping yeah um we'll see the the trailer certainly doesn't have that tone like the trailer is really um playful it's a lot less morbid right it's really cheeky uh, yeah yeah but like there's no telling right yeah um, that's true the trailer's there's so many trailers out there. I always think of the trailer to Rules of Attraction and what a betrayal that was <laughs> yeah. to so many teenagers yeah. who went to see it. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. I think I'm not opposed to, like, I, I think this idea could work, but, like, I think Romeo and Juliet's a really tricky story to do this with. Um, right. And, yeah, the, the trailer doesn't seem to have the tone that you're suggesting perhaps the film does. So we'll see, I guess. Right. Yeah, that's that's really what it comes down to is, like I said, the broad premise. When I heard it, I was like, oh, fuck, that's so good. But no, none of that's really in this. Mm -hmm. um, it was just like, oh, my God, I hope that's what it is. And it could be. Uh, you ready to talk about Tar, Tom? I'm so ready to talk about Tar. <laughs> this is I heard of this movie. I've heard of it like months ago. And I was like, what a boring like I'm for me, it's like a biopic of a composer or a mm -hmm. conductor. Yeah. It's like fucked. I don't give a shit. Then I watch the trailer and I'm like, I want nothing more than to see this this, this movie. This movie looks intense as fuck. Yeah. It looks like it looks too much. 
It's directed by Todd Field, who I'm pretty sure played the pianist in Eyes Wide Shut. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That checks out. Uh, he's also a director. Uh, and so, like, you know, mm-hmm. he, he, you know, that's not all he is. He's not just Eyes Wide Shut guy. But uh, this is uh, uh, the Blanchett. Yeah, Kate Blanchett plays this composer who is, you know, composing. Lydia Tarr, uh, who is, I, I guess, a real person. Yeah. Um, and this, oh shoot, I had like the, oh, it, this feels very Black Swan. Yeah, it's like she's, she's losing her mind. There's the sound in this trailer, yes. like watch this with the sound up. Yeah. Uh, it just looks so fucking intense. It, it, it reminds me of something like, um, Whiplash is another one mm-hmm. where I didn't watch Whiplash for the longest time. Cause I, I'm just not a music person. Right. And so I was just like, oh, it's a movie about a drummer. I don't give a fuck. And then you watch it and you're like, wow, Uh, it made me give a fuck, didn't it? (laughs) It's the same way where it's like, I feel like this is going to make you care about About being a a conductor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It looks so fucking intense. Yeah. Just watch. This is another one where you you guys should really just watch the trailer. I I know it sounds like it's probably not your thing, but give the trailer a watch. Like it is. It is so intense. <laughs> this, like they make like her they have a shot of her like walking into like the auditorium mm-hmm. and it's just a shot of like a beige door and you're just like holy shit like it's so fucking intense it's treated well, like the most intense fucking thing in the world yeah and the, and, the camera's kind of tracking in front of her as she's walking uh, in between the orchestra and her face is like just slight, oh. slightly getting more and more like depraved i think like it's, yeah this this trailer is fucked up <laughs> like, i i it looks like a horror pray. movie <laughs> if you if you have a biopic made of you that looks like this you have won. congratulations Which, you were a fucking I, I re- cool person <laughs> uh, yeah i mean trailer. i hope i hope i don't learn that this character or this person like killed a bunch of people or right, is like right. a nazi yeah but like <laughs> seriously this is like holy shit like what an intense it's just this is to me like what filmmaking needs to be right which is like oh i'm making something on a conductor i'm gonna fucking make people care yeah i'm gonna make people fucking feel what this character feels uh and that it mm, god it just looks so fucking good oh shit do you know what else todd you know what todd field directed what little children oh mm. wait which one is that mm. Were there children in it? That's the one with uh, uh, Kate Winslet, Patrick Wilson, and Jackie Earl Haley. That's the one that Jackie Earl Haley got the Oscar nom for. Oh fuck! Where he's huh. like the he's on the the date with the lady, and she looks over, and he's just masturbating in the car seat, and he says, "Don't look at me." You remember that? It's Jesus, a fucking intense Jesus movie. Christ! <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking intense movie. <laughs> really? Wow. Um, okay. I, th- I think that's that movie. I'm pretty sure that's that movie. <laughs> I don't know. That sounds. That sounds okay. So hold on. For the record, this is how little we know about conducting. Tom mm-hmm. Lydia Tarr isn't a real person. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I just want to make that clear because I'm sure there's people listening who are like you fucking idiots. Um, so this is about a fake conductor. Uh, so I I don't know, uh, that actually makes me just as excited because that means they made it up. Yeah, so that, that means, means like, this can go as wild as they want to. Exactly. Um, that's kind of cool. 
Uh, fuck, man. Little children. Do I have to watch that? I think you probably should. Wait, let me look at this. I don't think I saw this. I mean, I haven't seen it in 20 years, but... Okay. Well, you know, okay. Fif- 15 years, but... All right, I guess I'll watch it. It's uh, It's intense. Looks like a romp. Yeah, and I have a feeling this is going to be a fucking intense movie, too. It's a Best Actress nomination for Kate Winslet as well. Oh, yeah. Yep. That makes sense. Um, fuck, man. So many good, so many good trailers. Uh, and so Speaking we're going to end which, yeah. on, uh, yeah, we're going to end on The Last of Us, uh, a new show coming to HBO that's apparently based off a game of some sort. Some video game. Yeah, I don't know. Some, yeah. some little beep boop. Some little beep boop. Yeah. Some little, I, some, they, some Mario Brothers. Mario. <laughs> all they need to do is just do the game. That's all they need to do. It appears it's, that's what they've done. Like the, the, yeah, the, 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 I was just gonna say the trailer's just under two minutes long, but if you've played the video game, um, the first one this is based on, um, you can recognize all of the moments pretty much. Like you're like, oh, that's oh, yeah. that's this moment, that's this moment. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's yeah, it looks like it's everything. They the one thing that didn't even occur to me until watching it is they made the clickers a little, or I don't know if they made them bigger, but like this trailer made me realize like. God, those things are fucking scary. Oh, they're man-sized. Like, yeah. I know. Something about in the video game, like, I never thought about them. Like, obviously, they're scary in the video game. But then you see them in this, and it's like, they're imposing. I Like, I hate them. Yeah, this, it, all they have to do. Uh, this is the writer of the Chernobyl Chernobyl, series. yeah, he developed yeah. it along with the director of the game. Yeah, so, so like, there's no way this ask isn't for a, a better home run. Yeah, you can't ask for a better... An adaptation of this than to have the original director combined with like this award-winning director of or a uh, uh, showrunner of this you know critically acclaimed series that everybody loved. Yeah, uh, that was similar to, um, about a similar situation. Yeah, I want also want to give a little inspiration to every every aspiring writer out there, uh, including us. Tom, do you know what this guy's career looks like? Um, which one? Craig Mazin, the uh, Chernobyl Craig guy? Craig Mazin, yeah. No, I don't. His first movie, Rocket Man, as in 1997's Rocket Man. Oh, yeah, as in the Harlan Williams comedy. Mm-hmm. His next movie is Senseless. Remember Senseless? I do, yeah, the Marlon Wayans comedy with David Spade. Uh-huh. His next movie, Scary Movie 3. Incredible. His next movie, Scary Movie 4. Mm-hmm. His next movie, superhero movie. His next movie, The Hangover, part two, and so on. And all the way until Chernobyl. (laughs) And then suddenly his career takes a turn. So suddenly he is doing Chernobyl and The Last of Us. He's now tied to the Pirates of the Caribbean project. Nothing against. In fact, I enjoy those scary movies. Uh I remember liking Senseless, although I haven't watched that in ages. Right. I was a teenager um, when I liked yeah, Senseless. Yeah, nothing against that genre of comedy. It's just very funny that, like, you know, the writer of Scary Movie 3, who probably wasn't seen in the industry as, like, a driving force behind anything, is now, like, fucking, you know, the the popular kid. He's the guy, imagines. yeah. Yeah. So that's really cool. And, yeah, The Last of Us looks fucking great. Yeah. Um. No, the show looks Chernobyl, awesome. I need to rewatch Chernobyl. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> it was so much fun, Tom. Did you watch it? No. 
but it's fun. It's, fun. it's funny to describe it as fun. Oh yeah. There's puppies in it, Tom. There's uh there's all sorts of fun stuff. There's little babies, there's kids playing in the snow. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah, Whole no, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Um yeah. yeah, this looks good as shit. Yeah, it does. It it looks perfect. Um again, all they have to do is the game. It's one of those things where like The Last of Us was a plot that like I wanted like my parents to watch the game and it's like, you can't, they don't play video games. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, Where it's like, it's such a good story that I want to say this without insulting video games. It's not insult of video games is that video games aren't accessible to everyone. Right. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. You have to play them. You have to be playing them. And there's any, Uh, there's any number of limitations. It's you're not interested. You don't have the money to throw down for a console. You may not be able to play uh, a demanding video game like the last of us. If you have uh, bad arthritis or something like that, you know, like there's any number of reasons you would never experience uh, a game like this. Exactly. And so like the last of us and the last of us part two, it's so good. It deserves people more access to it you know Mm -hmm. and so like i really like i can't stress enough like just adapt the games as is and give that to the people and that's a success you know uh and i think that's what they're doing and that makes me so happy yeah so happy tom it looks uh really good yeah really good i was just scanning the cast to see if the fucking cannibal is in it and they doesn't look like he is unless they've renamed him they might have renamed him. I would rename some people. I don't know. I, I, all, again, all they have to do, season one and season two miniseries, like a two season miniseries, just do the game. Just do the, the game. Two games. Just do the game. Yeah. Both games. That's all done, you got to do. You know, that's all you got to do. Congratulations. You've done it. Yeah. It's, a, it's fucking the easiest, easiest work. Literally just play the game and uh, take what they wrote. Or what they say, write it down, put it in script form. You're done. You've done it. <laughs> yeah, you can go go have lunch. You're good. So yeah, uh, pretty stoked for this. Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure when it comes out. I don't think it comes out till next year. Yeah, um, I think so. But it should so be 2023. good, man. Mm, mm. Yeah, tasty, tasty stuff. Uh, news stories. Yeah, let's move on to some news stories. <clears throat> but first, we gotta thank some people, including. Glitterous CFO of Michael Shannon's Chocolate Factory. Thank, Thank you so much. You. Thank you to Davy Francis Nine. Davy goes to hell. Thank you. Thank you to Oh Great. It's that guy. Thank you. Thank you to Chester's Prophet. Thank you so much. Thank you to definitely not Guillermo del Toro. We're on to you. Mm, thank you to Brian, who Tom knows. I sure do. Thank you to Bob Grenville. Thank, thank you so you. much. Thank you to Stephen. Thank you. Thank you to Han Toomey, the Confused Cyborg. Thank you so much. All right, let me take over here. Thank you to Asking Seven. Thank you. Thank you to Happy Ed 209. Thank you. Thank you to Manish Evans Maltov says economic solidarity is the path to paradise, comrades. Thank you. Thank you to Tiger George Pratt Thompson. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Thank you. Thank you to Dan Hackroyd. Thank you. Thank you to Cody Johnson's Time Machine Noise. Thank you. Thank you to Pete Forpagel. Yes, thank you. Thank you to listen to the hit song, Books Are My Aesthetic, theme from If This Book Exists, You're in the Wrong Universe. Thank you. All right. All right. All right. We so, got some stuff. Huge um, news. Huge news. Yeah. Deadpool 3. Deadpool 3. We'll have Hugh Jackman as 
Wolverine. Huge news for huge Ackman. Yep. I have I have some thoughts on this. Sure. My first one is this sounds great. Yeah, obviously. I'm uh, yeah. This sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm into it. Yeah. Yep. Um my second thought is that I noticed that people were complaining. They there were people going like, "Oh, people were Hold on, l- Dave. Hold on. Hold okay. the fucking phone. People were complaining about a comic book movie?" <laughs> Apparently. Jeez. Now, People were mad because Logan, of course, is a very final movie for, I hit my microphone, I'm sorry, for Hugh Jackman's Wolverine. It was a very final uh, send-off, right? Sure. Uh, And I see what they're saying. I know this obviously takes place before Logan. Yeah, Uh, Logan is... I didn't care for Logan, but I understand that idea. Sure. And that's why I was going to say, like, why start with Logan? (laughs) Like, there are so many other examples of them not ref- like refusing to let anything die or like you know what i mean like that's the entire superhero genre yeah it's the multiverse it's not there's no stakes it no one dies it doesn't bring back yeah. anybody. nothing matters yeah anymore. robert downey jr is coming back for what if i heard sure like it's it's not there's nothing sacred it's just funny to me that this is what they choose where it's like, yeah, I do, I do get it. Where it's, what do it's you not mean? even about. Do you mean? I, I'm not sure who you mean by they. Are you saying this is? You, you think it's funny that the this deep is state. the wh- deep state, Tom? No, I'm genuinely confused. Do you mean? Yeah, no, I'm not sure. No, I, I'm getting, I'm saying the outrage. Like the outrage. I think it's, okay. Yeah, the outrage is again. I get it, but it's it's just funny because it's like this is par for the course. Like, of course, Wolverine's going to be back as long as there's money to be made. It's going to come back, and I would argue Wolverine is one of the least upsetting characters to bring back right that's his whole power is he yeah. can't die and also like, and again this takes place before logan so it's like it, it doesn't even yeah logan's balls ass in the future um i also thought logan was extremely silly yeah, <laughs> not, not at all like this heart-wrenching send-off for this character i thought it was really really dumb me, <laughs> me too but for people who like it i do understand sure, sure i get it the for thought people behind like it, it which yeah. is like for Hugh Jackman's send off, everybody right. liked Logan, right? And it's like, but he's back. Um, but it's it's again, it's like, what did you expect? They're bringing they're no. This is this is the this is what you this is what we're all supporting. Yeah, is this series where nothing matters, no one dies, and everybody comes back? That's just what it is. If you don't and like also, that, just, then I don't know what to tell you. Like, what are you gonna be? Why are you mad about Wolverine in a Deadpool movie? Like, why are you mad about right. Hugh Jackman doing another Wolverine? Who cares? It's all make believe. Right. I don't like, know if, it, if how it's, big. If it's bad, saw, don't watch like, it. Who cares? Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, for me personally, like, yeah, this is one of the more exciting things to come out of. Like, I didn't give a shit about any of those Marvel announcements. Oh that no! I like, I'm so yeah. Like, I'm so checked out of like the MCU um it's it's hard it's hard to get excited again uh for all the reasons we were just uh, describing but yeah this is like a genuinely a thing where i'm like yes fucking finally because they've been doing kind of like this fun back and forth with each other on social media ryan reynolds and hugh jackman have for the past couple of years just like you know kind of dangling the idea of oh wouldn't it be funny if they actually did get hugh jackman to be in a deadpool movie and now they've done it and it'll probably be really fun yeah so like it's of course yeah. It's all very, very coordinated, right? Yeah, like of course. it's all uh, but that's fine. Like that's that was always the thing with Ryan Reynolds where it's like all of his stuff is very funny, but it's always very it's PR friendly. You know what I mean? Shh, no, um, yeah, he's not making these without consulting anyone, for sure. 
No, these are yeah. all these are all calculated. But like, I'm sure negotiations were a bit of a mess. You know, like Deadpool two came out right before Fox got bought by Disney. It's already been what three years yeah. since Deadpool two, and this isn't going to come out until 2024. So it's still like two years off. It's going to be a while. It's going to be a um, while. There's going to be so much X Men Origins Wolverine references yeah. throughout it, and I'm sure it was. I'm sure they had to convince Hugh Jackman to come back uh, because. You know, however you felt about the movie, it was him sending off this character that he'd played for two decades. Right. Which, again, i that's why I mean was like, I get why the fans are yeah. upset by that idea. Yeah. But I guess what I'm saying is like, yeah, this was this is what everybody signed up for. Yeah. Like, what did you think anything was sacred? You know? Yeah. It was really funny. I um, this has reminded me of it. There was an article about uh, Scarlet Witch. And an interview with like oh, yeah. Kevin Feige was like, oh, maybe she'll come back yeah. after dying. And my thought was, wait, she died? <laughs> like, it didn't even occur to me that she had died. Yeah, <laughs> like, it she didn't did. read as dying. She yeah. did. And it's like, I, it didn't even occur to me the idea that she wouldn't come back. It's like, of course she'd fucking come back. Like, again, like you, you've created a world where there's so little stakes that I didn't even think for a second that she was dead, you know? Right. Uh, it, 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 I, that struck, like when that, that struck thing me collapsed as, at the end, I was like, I was like, Oh, okay. So that's their way to hide the fact that she didn't die. No, and I, I took moved it. On. I took it as she died, but that was like, you know, in our episode, I think I, I mentioned this, but one of the most interesting things to me about, uh, the new Dr. Strange is that they made Wanda the bad guy. And then she gets killed off at the end. It's like, oh, that was a that was a bold thing to do, and then of course, like three months later, you have Kevin Feige being like, maybe she'll come back. Like, yeah. oh, okay, and you, none of not this only matters. Will she come back, <laughs> but I guarantee it'll be the other version of Wanda, and she's good again. Yeah, of course, she'll be a good guy again. Yeah. yeah. So like, no, nothing it, matters. Nothing. Nothing matters. matters. It's comic books. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's comic books. Um, comic books have special rules, which of course is why like other movies really shouldn't try to model themselves off of them but also like there is no final send-off professor x has died so many times in the movies patrick stewart Stewart. as professor x has died three times three times yeah and so it's like and yeah that is what the comics are like if i'm not mistaken yes it is and so it's like if you're frustrated by that like which I, i obviously do get frustrated by it um it's just like, yeah, this is this is the, the genre. It's yeah, it's what happens when you do serialized storytelling with a uh, pretty pretty static group of characters. They add, you know, they create yeah. new people every so often, but it's very hard for a new comic book character to get like traction. So it doesn't happen that often, right? Um, so yeah. Speaking of yeah, speaking of things that don't ever die, and speaking of not don't borrow from the MCU if you're another series. We have some Star Wars news. Fucking Christ. James Earl Jones retired as Darth Vader and sold off the voice to an AI company, and Darth Vader will now be played by an AI from here on. Now, I have a couple things. Sure. Thoughts, Tom. Uh-huh. From the perspective of James Earl Jones, good, why not? Good, for, good him. for him. Good for him. I'm. This is better to me, this infinitely better to me, uh, for, uh, for obvious reasons, than making a, a CGI homunculus of Carrie Fisher after she's passed. Because exactly. like James Earl Jones is coming in and he's being like, here, save my voice as Darth Vader. So you can always have Darth Vader. Yeah. And he's like, I know I'm, I know I'm going to die. And I know after I am die, 
you're gonna keep going. You're ne- no one. You're never gonna stop. So here, I'm gonna I'm gonna make my relatives a butt ton of money. Here you go. Yeah. You know, like I'm selling it. Yeah. Um. And then we'll we'll apparently make Hay- Hayden Christensen be the body actor. Uh, did you see no. Obi Wan? No. The big selling point was that Hayden Christensen's in it, right? Yeah. For the most part, he's just what David Prowse. Yeah. Like he's just in the suit walking around. Sure. That like th- there's like one scene with his face, and it's like, so why did you, why did you get him back? Like it's all James Earl Jones's voice, and then him walking around, and it's like. Well, that could have been a stunt man. And it, pro- uh, it it probably was. Like you don't. Yeah, do you know? Honestly. Do you know? Do you know how little Pedro Pascal actually is in the Mandalorian? Oh yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Very, very little. It's mostly yeah, he probably his goes stunt to doubles. A, he probably just goes to a booth and records his voice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think. I, uh, in point of fact, I think for the first season he's not in the suit at all. Um, yeah, but I, that could be uh, incorrect. Um, but anyway, I'm sure he is for some parts. I don't know. The point is, Star Wars really needs to uh, do what we want Halloween to do, which is go away for a while. But it's not gonna, and they're just gonna suck the marrow out of Darth Vader. Because again, good, good for James Earl Jones. But the other thought is like, what more do we have for Darth Vader? I don't know. Video games. Video games. Yeah, yeah but you know, it's games. not going to be that. It won't just be that. But I'm sure that. And they're that's talking on about the like another season of Obi Wan and stuff like that, and it's like. Good God. Uh, yeah, whatever. Like Star-, Star Wars needs to do. We we talk about it every week, I think. Star Wars needs to do the yeah. uh, kind of what Marvel's been doing. Just branch out and make weird shit. Do that. Yeah. Make the weird yeah. shit. I don't know. They got to make their money back. They bought it for so much money. So um, much money. <laughs> yeah. So much money. I don't know. But yeah, good for James Earl Jones. Uh, I get it. Darth Vader is so iconic. He's sure. Mickey Mouse, you know? Yeah. Uh, so you're right in the sense that it's like, yeah, video games, cartoons, etc. But you know it's not going to stop there. You know they're going to keep putting them in movies and shit, and it's going to yeah, be but like, like I don't like a real bummer, but I don't care. Whatever. Like when it's yeah, when that's it's a good point. That's a good counterpoint. Like I don't care, and also like when it's um when it's the actor doing this deliberately then like yeah what, no, no, what no, do i have sure. what do i have to complain about like if they agree like it was really it's really fucking weird that sir no, lawrence me, olivier's about... face is the bad guy in the end of sky captain because he didn't agree to that he didn't but, agree to that <laughs> but like if james earl jones is coming out it's like yeah record my voice and uh just so it can i darth vader can live for eternity that's cool yeah. sure i would argue that some of these actors if they knew was would be like oh that's really cool uh hopefully like, i don't know <laughs> Yeah, but that's the point is there's no consent. Yeah. yeah, remember when Marlon Brando came back for Superman Returns? Uh, and I, they CGI'd his fucking face. I didn't remember that. He <laughs> has a scene with Kevin Spacey. Yeah. That's a shame. That's a that happens in Superman Returns. It should yeah, have they, happened. We've been doing this. Yeah, we've been doing this for a while. And it used to be a novel because it was so little, but now then Carrie Fisher is the one that broke me. Because I told you is I watched Rogue One where they did a DH Carrie Fisher and I, she's like the last shot of that movie. And I stepped out of the theater, looked at my notices and saw that she had died. Yep. And it was just like, I am so fucking bummed right now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, in the sense, in the morality of it all, this is like fine. I just mean in the storytelling sense, it's like, 
I don't know if we need to keep making Darth Vader things for the next 20 years, but sure. I mean, they've been doing it since Return of the Jedi came out. The character di- they sure the have. character died 40 years ago. Right. And you could say it's a it shows how strong of a character Darth Vader is. Yeah. I would argue it shows how weak their ability to make new characters is. You know what I mean? Right. Where it's like Darth Vader isn't that amazing. His name is Darth Vader. Uh, Look, he's great. We love Darth Vader. Are you sure about that, Dave? (laughs) He's fantastic. He's voiced by James Earl Jones. He's iconic. I get it. Everything about him. I'm just saying. The look, the voice. Yeah. It's it's still like, well, like, you know, like Jaws is an iconic movie, but then you just keep making Jaws sequels. It's just like, you know. Yeah. It's a little it's, bit, it's a little bit different than a character, but yeah. Yeah, but you know what I mean, where it's like Darth Vader was extreme, extremely cool, but I would much la- rather a group of writers sitting around trying to think new. of what yeah. the next Darth Vader is, yeah. and not how can we, what, what, let's look at Darth Vader's life. Oh, there's the these years we haven't covered yet. Let's make a movie about these years. Let's cover every single second of his life. Because we can't think of another villain. And you I know? mean, like, George Lucas arguably has that ability, too, right? Like, because he, yeah. he for the prequel series that, you know, it comes out, he's got Darth Maul in that first one. Everybody's like, oh, shit, this is a cool character. Yeah. And like, that people, motherfucker dropped the ball. People still love Darth Maul. He's in that movie for, what, 15 seconds? Like, yes. he's still, no, people still love Darth Maul. And that was like fucking 20 years ago. <laughs> so. George Lucas is to blame because he had the opposite problem. Yeah. Where he thought of like, four Darth Vaders and he was <laughs> like too many Darth Vaders <laughs> I'm gonna put them all in the movie and just kill each one off and it's like no you asshole right Pick but like one Darth Maul's and make them cl- the villain Darth Maul's clearly the best right because nobody's yes. people still aren't talking about Grievous and Dooku yeah. no it's like no no, no, Darth no. it's Maul. Darth Maul Darth Maul should be the person we're talking about today yeah. there should be more shit with him yeah suck suck him suck him off mm-hmm. suck his marrow mm-hmm. I don't know man drain his bones um, Speaking of like not le- Hollywood bringing back classics that you know just sucking the marrow off. Of course, Sam Raimi is re- remaking Magic. Yep. When are they going to leave Magic alone? The Tom? Anthony Hopkins ventriloquist horror movie. <laughs> yeah, we all know it. We all know it. They can't stop making Magic remakes. Yeah. And sequels. This is going to be. This is real news this, that you introduced at the last minute. Yeah, dude. This is going to be batshit, right? <laughs> yeah, this is going to be great. <laughs> if people don't know, there's a movie called Magic starring Anthony Hopkins, where it's the evil dummy or something. Yeah, it's uh, it's a psychological thriller. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, with an evil, he's like a ventriloquist with an evil puppet. <laughs> yeah. And now Sam Raimi's like, let me get some of that. And you know what? Good. (laughs) Like, fucking good. Incredible. Incredible news. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Speaking of, do you have anything else to say about this? Because I have to add one more story. No. On the fly. No. This reminds me, did you see the news that Danny Boyle is directing a, quote, dance adaptation of The Matrix? Yes, I did. What is that? What's going on? I don't know. All I can say is this. This is great. This yeah. Is, I'm so all happy. I can say is congratulations. Well, all right. So we, I think we've talked about this where it's like people do remakes and, and sequels all the time. And it's like, okay, if you're going to do that, you know what you should do? Completely reimagine it in some fucked up way. And this is exactly what he's doing. 
Like he's like, I'm gonna remake the Matrix, but as, as a dance movie, and it's like, yeah, that that has a right to exist. Much more than if someone just remade the Matrix. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's called Free Your Mind, uh, and it says it's combining uh, hip hop choreography of hundreds of dancers with the latest immersive design. I don't know what that means. Uh, I don't even know if this is like, so it looks like, I think it's going to be on like a theater production. And that makes me a little sad because I want a movie. Yeah. This needs to be um, a mini series event. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I want, yeah, I want this to be uh, like, yeah, a TV show, a video game. I want this to be like a traveling, like, I want this to be like the new escape room where it's like, there's one in every city. Where you like walk in and you have to find your way out of the matrix musical yeah i would fail every time because i would just sit down and watch it yeah and watch cypher rap about steak <laughs> they better you fucking better oh man the fight scenes are going to be like the craziest dance sequences oh man yeah mm. it's going to be awesome from danny boyle no less <laughs> yeah Danny Boyle, who is extremely hit or miss for me, but like oh, this yeah. is just like I think for most. Well, people, this is a hit. Yes. Yeah, and I, uh, even though he's hit or miss, like you have to respect this bullshit. Right? Oh yeah, this is because he's doing shit that's like this is what the bold. Fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoy that about him. That all his movies are all like big old swings. Yeah. Sometimes you and just whatever this is take big meaty cuts at the plate. Yeah. <laughs> uh uh should we let's let's snitch on some more producers dave all right big thank you to del griffith the shower curtain fella thank you thank you to the midnight patron with patrons at midnight thank you so much thank you to exploding runes thank you thank you to andrew the proud satanist how thank you thank you to vincent thank you thank you to rev md thank you so much thank you to bootler boodleson thank you thank you to tux tux thank you to ricky cilantro thank you Thank you to Norm from Cheers. Norm. Thank you to Space McNulty. Thank you so much. All right, let me jump in here. Thanks to your mom. Thank you Thank to you. Nolan Tubi's Dark Harold Mayton. Thank you. Thank you to Andrew Guest's name. We don't have a guest today. Uh, you and me, Andrew, Tom, and Dave deserves more hype, McGuire. Yeah. Woo. Thank you. Thank you to AJ. Thank, Thank you. Thank you to Tip Drizzle. Thank, Thank you. Thank you to Burrito Mouth. Thank you. Thank you to the ghost of Dave Thomas. Thank you. Should be grave, Thomas. Uh, thank you to Aaron Burser. Thank you. Thank you to Christopher Robert Sparts Esquire. Thank, thank you to Mackenzie Fuck Shuffling with Willem Dafoe's Confusingly Large Dick Chill. Thank you. Thank you to Funky J. Thank you. And thank you to Pie Guy. Thank you. Now, thank you. Dave. Yep. You miserable bastard. Yep. That's D- me. Do you have... A okay. movie, a film. Sure. All right. A flicker show. Uh-huh. That perhaps could use a little more hype. It's funny that we call them movies when you realize why they're called movies. <laughs> moving right? moving pictures. Yeah. Yeah, because we're fucking idiots. <laughs> yeah, they're movies. <laughs> it really is the dumbest name. <laughs> yeah, we're real fucking idiots. Uh I mean for Christ's sakes. The, the movies are uh, the writers. There's a, it's Hollywood. You couldn't think of a fucking. All right. Um, I do, Tom. What I luck? really do. I have a movie that's coming out uh, early 2023. Not sure when yet. It is called Kids versus Aliens. I picked it up just for you, Tom. Oh, boy. Because it's from Jason Eisner 
otherwise known as the director of Hobo with a Shotgun. And uh, one of the co-directors of uh, Dark Side of the Ring, which might explain why the new season is uh, taking so long to come out. Yeah. This is um, about a sleepover with kids who are attacked by aliens. Uh, And that's pretty much it. As the reviews seem to show, the beauty of it is the simplicity. The aliens, for example, don't seem to want anything. They're just jerks. (laughs) They're just assholes. Uh, they just want to kill everything. Um, one of the reviews put it really well is that they, what they liked about it was that the kids in it were not like typical movie kids, whereas they aren't, they don't talk like adults. They just, they, they're idiots. (laughs) Like they say stupid things. They swear a lot. They make shitty decisions like they're children. And I thought that was a really cool idea. And the movie is super gory. As you can see from the trailer, Mm -hmm. it's basically, Aliens and kids fighting in a very gory environment while the kids are like swearing yeah. and being jerks and idiots. And this, I assume this is just sort of like a a feature length version of his VHS2 segment, which is the alien abduction slumber party. Yeah, it probably is. You're right. Yeah. Um, yeah, this looks really fucking fun. Uh, it, it, it just looks gory and weird. It's compared to like a Stranger Things, but less sanitized. Not that Stranger Things is that sanitized, but I know what they're saying. Yeah. Which is like, it's still like sanitized in terms of like, it's a romanticized version of being a kid. Whereas this is just like, kids are gross and shitty. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and like, which is what that VHS was, where it's like they're filming their brother masturbate and stuff like that. Like, it sounds like it's a lot of that. It's just like shitty kids that just fucking have to fight aliens who are just like the Mars attacks aliens. Like they're just pricks. Uh, that sounds great. Kids versus aliens. Very simple title. Yeah. Check out the trailer. You'll know instantly if you want to see this from the trailer. I'm into it. Yeah. I'm also into it. I, uh, I don't know. This, this looks like, uh, a lot of fun. Yeah. That's all I have to say yeah, about it. It's a real it's a real short trailer. It's only about 30 seconds long, but uh you right. you get everything you need from it. Yeah. And uh yeah, pretty excited about this. Yeah, this looks like uh, a lot of fun. So, it's probably going to just spring up on streaming next year. A lot yeah. of these do that. Like a lot of the ones that are on movies that deserve more hype, I'll just suddenly be on Amazon and I'll be like, "Oh my yeah. god, it's right there." Yeah, and then they'll just be there. Like, "Oh shit, there yeah. it is." Yeah. It's a fun yeah. it's a fun little treat uh yeah so. for sure uh this will be one yeah um man uh i think th- i think we've done it dave i think that's a sewed it is. we did it we did it's it all by our lonesome spicy sewed yeah we didn't need no guest we didn't need no we did it guest yeah handle this shit all by ourselves um mm-hmm. like big boys like, Tom. like we're, big, we're boys. big strong boys um yeah Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Um, Dave, you want to tell we're them big, some stuff? Boys. Yeah, tell them some stuff about how strong yeah. we are. So we're big and strong boys. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> Go to bigstrongboys.com. Big strong boys. Yeah, Google that. Go ahead and Google. <laughs> type that in. Uh, whatever that is. No, uh, go to patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed. G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed. Um, you know, we have a bunch of tiers on there for just $5 a month. You get access to a bunch of podcasts like Tom and Jeff Watch, Back, Watch Batman, Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and Spielboys. 
you can you can get a shout out on Hypecast on there. You can watch movies with us every Friday night. That's the thing we do. That'll be the night this comes out. Uh, there's a bunch of stuff. So, you know, go check it out. Yeah. Slap your peepers on that. And slap your peepers on this. We have a store. Head over to GameFlanEmployed.com where you can find a link to our Teespring store. We have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs you can get on T-shirts, mugs, stickers, posters, all sorts of things. So check that out. Yes, sir. And check out BigStrongBoys.com. BigStrongBoys.com. Yeah, let's rebrand, Dave. <laughs> yeah, re- I really... I Should I Google that real quick to make sure... Uh, <laughs> hold on, I'm going to do it. Tom, I'm going to do it. I mean, did you want the, F- the FBI to make another trip to your house? BigStrongBoys.com. Oh, there's, it's free. It's free, Tom. Let's nail it down. Let's nail it down. Yeah. This is the beginning of the rebrand. You heard it here. Yeah, Big Strong Boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. All right. Bye. Bye. Our music is produced by Chris Corlew. You can follow him on Twitter at at the Corlew, C-O-R-L-E-W, and find more music at shipwreckedsailor.bandcamp.com. Our artwork is produced by Justin Brown. You can follow him on Twitter at at Justin T. Brown, and find more of his artwork at artnessbyjustinbrown.com and justinbrown.info.